Hello, it is Memorial Day, and I hope that you're all out there having a wonderful time, Mm -hmm. enjoying your day off from work. It is also week 21 of the Jedi Diaries. I'm your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Paquette. 21 weeks. Yeah. The diary's old enough to drink. If weeks were years. (laughs) Can you believe it? We're almost halfway through the year. Five more weeks. Then we can stop. (laughs) (laughs) Once we hit... 26 yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna feel a, a, a great sense of accomplishment i know I'll, probably a little bit of relaxation or like i'll relax a little i think this is 16 weeks more than i thought we'd maybe make it you thought we'd just make it 10 i think in the beginning maybe 10 was like the number i was yeah you were shooting would you would consider a success yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i know well look at us i know brave jedediah is a man who once was a boy and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy now he's reading it again reading it for you maybe you'll recognize yourself too Jedi Diaries Jedi Diaries that's the name of this podcast and now the song is through Obviously, I don't actually think that we're brave (laughs) for doing this podcast. In fact, I'm quite a coward. (laughs) Is it a certain kind of bravery, though? I don't know. What is bravery? I think bravery can mean different things. (laughs) What is bravery? I mean, Memorial Day is a day that celebrates in some way Uh a certain kind of bravery. The the very brave. The bravest Uh, of the brave. The bravest of the brave. I think historically, soldiers have been viewed as the among the bravest members of society. Yeah. Well, that's about going somewhere with the knowledge that you might die. Yeah. That the whole purpose of where you're going is to maybe get killed. Mm-hmm. This is peripherally related. There's a documentary called Meru, M-E-R-U, which came out maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. It's about mountain climbers they're basically trying to summit this peak in the himalayas called maru which is obviously not the world's highest mountain that is everest but it is the world's potentially most notoriously difficult mountain Mm -hmm. to summit nobody had ever done it before the movie is about their attempt to summit maru and there are days at a time where they're just climbing basically 100 feet in a day because they're chiseling a 90 degree rock face i really don't know why anyone would do this i don't either and they're sleeping in these bivouac Tents oh, right. Just like that st- are stuck to the side of the mountain. Stuck wall. to the side of the mountain. There's no floor. Uh-huh. They're they're sleeping basically in midair. This makes me feel sick. It was one of the first times that I realized, you know, I had delusions of grandeur. Like I, I wanted to do different things. <laughs> and I realized that some yeah. people are just fundamentally, constitutionally very different from me. Yes. Um, yeah. Now that's a certain kind of bravery. It's not putting yourself well, it is. It's putting yourself in harm's way for yeah. for an ideal. Sure. It is doing something you don't have to do yeah. that could kill you. Right. I mean, that is, you know, that is maybe giving short shrift. I mean, a lot of a lot of people that join the armed services do still because they feel like they have no other choice. Yeah, I mean, that's true. You know, not everybody's joining up because they... For, they, they, for they, an they, ideal. Yeah. 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 Yes. I mean, it can be both. Right. Of course. There are a whole host of reasons. I think when I was tempted to sign up, when it's very, for maybe a half a day or two... It was probably like the the signing bonus was was very appealing to me. I certainly never, never even for a moment thought about joining the army or the Navy or or anything Mm -hmm. because I'm an enormous wimp. Is that why? To be honest. Or is it you? Oh, I just think that I wouldn't. I think my main thing is that like, I don't think I'd survive boot camp. Oh, I wouldn't either. Yeah. 
I never thought seriously about joining the armed services, not because I was opposed to it, but because I knew I wouldn't. You're, yeah, I wouldn't make it. Yeah, I basically forefed myself. Yeah, you know, before I even ever considered walking down to the recruitment office. I was actually officially forefed. Oh, not I don't know about officially, but I was talking to a recruiter. Who took, in college? Took me to um, in high school. In between high school and college, okay. he took me to McDonald's. I think Matt. I think I think. Oh man, there was yeah. a recruiter who took Matt to McDonald's yeah. too. I have to think I was just being polite and like sure. listening to him, knowing that this was not the track that I w- yeah. was going Although, to Although also, go on. I mean, you know, you're done high school. Like, why? Why right. not? Maybe listen. Listen to this. I think I was. Perhaps hear- you could be convinced. I was hearing him out. And it got to a point, and I mentioned that I had had, or maybe I, I still had asthma at that point. <laughs> And he just turned like a switch was flipped, and he became like very angry with me for wasting his for damn wasting time. his time. Yeah, <laughs> and that was that. Or he was just like disgusted with this like embarrassing example. <laughs> this of is a embarrassing man. specimen <laughs> before him. Very like grudgingly paid for my you... <laughs> happy meal, <laughs> and left you just like wheezing at the table, <laughs> like pushing a little Hot Wheels back and forth. Yeah. But I remember he said, I remember he said, like, what are you going to do if you're trapped in a foxhole and you you can't breathe? And it was a very um, anachronistic reference. Well, what would you do if you were in a foxhole and you were hit with an asthma attack? I mean, I would have died. I don't think so. Well, you maybe you would have been distra- so distracted by your asthma that you, you know, would have, someone would have run a bayonet through you. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, nothing like that ever happened to me because really? I think I probably, if a recruiter ever approached me, I would just would have been like, no thanks, too scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you, but no thank you. I'm afraid I'm too much of a baby to even consider this. So kudos to all our brave soldiers who yeah. are not too scared yeah. to go to war. I know. Much thank you for going. So I don't have to. Much braver than me. That's what I do want to be aware. Like in a very true sense of the word, I don't think we're qualified to to really talk about the ins and outs of joining joining the, joining the army. <laughs> I am yes, I am talking about it less in a practical sense yeah. or socioeconomic or class sense because yes, they, there are a host of reasons that have been expounded upon and thought about and meditated on in a way that I could never we could never approach. Yeah. I'm talking about like the ideal, like the ideal of the soldier, okay, as imagined throughout history. You a long know, time, forever, forever. Yeah, Achilles, Achilles. Yeah, his weak ankle and all. <laughs> Why did Achilles get to be the most famous soldier of all time? He had a bum ankle. They shouldn't have let him in. Sorry, son. Stamp his enlistment papers. I think that's part of it. Is For F. He, he had a vulnerability. He was not immortal. Oh, he was man. He was human. He was so mortal. that's what does that what does that say then? I think a good definition of courage or a way to useful way to think about it for those of us who are maybe not the bravest Mm -hmm. is (laughs) i raise my hand is the fulfillment of potential like the actualization of your potential so i think bravery can be very specific to an individual Mm. for some people bravery is putting yourself in harm's way for other people during difficult periods of life it's the courage to get out of bed and face the day yeah it is the fulfillment of one's potential yeah on a daily basis or on a lifetime basis? I think both. There's like a gauge that can be filled up, mm-hmm. you know, of, of where you are and what you could be. Mm-hmm. And it's getting to the top of that yeah, sort of gauge. It is. Isn't the slogan of one of the armed services, be all you can be? Mm-hmm. Is that is that yeah. what it is? The, is that the, the Marines? Marines? I think it's the Marines. Yeah. Look that one Be up. all you can be. That reminds there's a word called intelliki. I don't know what language it's derived from. Maybe Latin. But 
it means on the one hand it means self-actualization mm. or fulfillment of potential as mm. opposed to potential but it also can mean soul like your soul in some ways it suggests the the mere fact of existing there's a book called the courage to be oh. is is a form of bravery because invariably as humans we have to face myriad hardships some yeah. more than others undoubtedly but there is a certain courage to, to being alive. Sure. I think that that gets to a really... It's nice. I mean, I guess what uh, I liked about where I it was... I wanted to attach it to you somehow. I don't know. I don't know where it attaches, but you at 12, like, striving or trying to be... Like, becoming a person. Mm, yeah. And Just then... the, the bravery of adolescence. Obviously, now you're, like, due to age and maturity, but also due to, like, the work that you've done, you're yeah. more reflective and thoughtful. And yeah. that's a kind of fulfillment of potential, yeah. you know? My gauge is not filled all the way up, for sure, <laughs> yeah. but I'm certainly further along than I was. Yeah. But I don't think that has anything to do with... Bravery. Well, I just think it's just what happened. Maybe I'm selling myself short. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we all have to do work to get to where we, where we are, mm -hmm. professionally, personally, emotionally, all of that. Yeah. I suppose I am very brave. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cowards... Let's uh, let's see what little Jed's getting up to this week in 1993. May 22nd. Matt came over. Me, him, and Tori bought doll arms, legs, and head, attached them to a body, filled it with blood, and threw it out the window. Cinemax has boobs. Uh, okay what on earth uh, i remember that yeah i remember the throwing a, a baby doll out the window and mm. i remember the boobs yeah cinemax does have boobs as we established last yeah, week i think we, uh, yeah. we discussed that to, we, its logical to, to death yeah. yeah that sounds weird right written down mm -hmm. but i remember it being very entertaining it was when we were doing it It was i remember we conceived it in a flash we <laughs> we were excited the whole day as so we you'd were... spent the night yeah and then matt came over right so like you this was just a continue i think we rolling call... on of that that wonderful sleepover we had last i think week. you and i said hey what if we put together this doll <laughs> uh, filled the body with you said yeah it says blood with qu it's got quotes around it thank right. god it is quote blood yeah i mean we used basically water and ketchup, and ketchup for, yeah, the, for the blood yeah. i remember being disappointed yeah with, I it mean, was because i think in our conception we would throw this thing out the window and it would just explode, explode. yeah that's what but we it wanted. was a plastic bag yeah we like, so we grocery yeah bag. we went to a store called ben franklin's <laughs> which was like a craft <laughs> we store went, we went there specifically to buy these doll parts mm -hmm. we came up with this idea we said, you know, Matt needs to be a part of this. <laughs> this is this boop, is boop, boop, boop. too good not Ring. to share. Yeah, Matt, get over here. <laughs> There's no time to explain. You're gonna want to get over here, right? I mean, it's at Ben Franklin's. Yeah, we bought the doll parts. We put it together, and as you say, the body was a plastic. That's where shopping it fell bag. apart. That's where it fell apart. Yeah. And also. Your dad lived on like the second floor. Mm -hmm. You know, there's and not very many grass. There's not very many tall buildings in Morrisville, but we right. probably could have done a little better. Mm. And yeah, we threw it on your lawn, your backyard, yeah. which was grass. The best part of it was we threw it. It was very disappointing. Uh -huh. And then your dad rode by on his bike. <laughs> And he was like, hey, guys, what's going on? And he, he drove over it. And that's when we got kind of like the splash or the explosion. 
<laughs> that that we wanted. God, you know that makes me think that he knew what we were up to with that concoction. I think I think yeah. our dad was more aware of our shenanigans <laughs> than we realized. Yeah. <laughs> Between these two days, we were really getting up to some stuff. I yeah, mean, some real mischief. You know, the concoction, the baby, the Cinemax, the Cinemax. What do you think we were trying? I mean, this was, you know, reading it out, it sounds like we're like psychopaths. Yeah, it does. Um, but we weren't. There was no. Uh, no, I can't really defend it. It does just sort of sound like we were getting joy from mm-hmm. pretending to murder a baby. Yeah. It was an experience. Like, we, you know, we liked... It was like a, a, like dabbling in special effects, mm-hmm. trying to create something that looked real mm-hmm. out of things that were not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, w- it was play. It was shocking. A little shocking. It was shocking, yeah. Clearly, our, my dad, you know, wasn't too scandalized by it. <laughs> right. Because he rode his bike over it. <laughs> I have a very vivid memory of, you know how like when you imagine a place before you've gone there and then you visit that place, yes. the actual experience overwrites <laughs> your conception or your imagination yeah. of that place. In this case, my idea of what was going to happen still sits alongside my memory of what <laughs> it happened. Didn't, it didn't wipe it out. Yeah, I remember thinking about the wonderful explosion. Yeah, just a real kind of like just blood everywhere. Yeah. Like a burst. <laughs> yeah. Alongside the real letdown of dropping this thing and just kind of like it just fell and yeah. it just landed on the ground and yeah. that was kind of yeah. that. And it didn't look like a baby at all. No. It was just like these plastic arms and legs and a head just sort of <laughs> taped, like, taped, probably. Taped to a plastic grocery bag. Yeah. yeah, that was where the plan really fell apart. May 23rd. We played Hero's Quest. I hope me, Matt, Tori, and Donnie can get the Killer Tomato play ready in time. <laughs> we will. A special Ren and Stimpy was on. <laughs> Why don't you talk a little bit about what I'm talking about while I see if I can track down what was so special about that Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> yeah. At the end of every school year in elementary school, there was a talent show. People would show off their myriad talents, oftentimes some sort of dance. In third grade, I drew a picture in front of everyone, which must have been just interminable to, to watch. In fifth grade, we uh, staged Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which was a movie franchise that we loved and a cartoon. In sixth grade, we decided to, to do a sequel, Killer Tomatoes Around the World. Me, you, Matt, and Donnie. We wrote it, and uh, we were preparing for it at this point. I found it. I found the special Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. This is the Wikipedia entry of list, a list of the Ren and Stimpy show episodes. Mm-hmm. It was the episode entitled The Royal Canadian Kilted Yaxman. <laughs> okay. Which aired on May 23rd, 1993. And Ren and Stimpy joined the elite force of Royal Canadian Kilted Yaxman, whose famous motto is, we always get our butts kicked. Okay. Yeah. I, I might remember get this. Get it? Yeah. yeah. We always get our man. It's a... It's a yeah, I'm not sure what... I mean, it looks like that was the season finale. Okay. So I think maybe that's why I called it... It was the last episode of that season. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I called it special, I suppose. <laughs> that's good. That's a rare opportunity to actually confirm, confirm something, something I'm claiming in the diary. <laughs> yeah. Which is nice. <laughs> Donnie, back in the diary. Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks since he's made an appearance. He's back. But he is part of our talent show yeah. act. Yeah. The year before, we had another friend. Oh, in, our, as in, the, in the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. In the, yeah, as, as the fourth member, we replaced him with Donnie. May the 24th. Mm-hmm. 
15 days till school is over. Yay! <laughs> Wahoo! Whoopee! <laughs> I am sort of tired. <laughs> it is late. I hope me, Matt, and Tori are in the same classes in seventh grade. Oh. I hope, I hope, I hope. <laughs> TKD. That's nice. That that's is like, nice. That's a really, that's a sort of a sweet sentiment from me. Yeah. You know, desire to be close to my friends next mm-hmm. year in seventh grade, where who knows what's going to happen. Well, we figured out a foolproof way to ensure that we were going to be in the same Did we? class. We, how? We, we Wait, ha- how? What we we was hacked the, the system. What was the system? The system was this. They asked all of us in sixth grade to pick two friends that you want to be in the same class with next year. Oh, so we just picked each other. And they said, we will guarantee that you will be in the same class with at least one of them. Oh. So we all picked each other. They're in guaranteeing that we would all be in the same class wow Mm -hmm. smart yeah we were we were pleased with ourselves (laughs) i mean that is a system that a trio of friends can very easily have (laughs) right yeah Um, but still yeah you know good for us figuring it out that's wild yeah that seems like a weird system i remember being very concerned that they would you know renege on their on their promise to to ensure so i remember asking i don't know why your teacher but i remember asking mrs waring like are we guaranteed that we'll be in? And she kind of like let me know that we were all three yeah. going to be in the same class oh, together. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. Well, my hoping was rewarded. Yeah. May 25th. We rollerbladed in gym today. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Dad is going to get Cinemax. <laughs> 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 now how did that go down do you know i mean i remember really like asking I mean, we, your dad we just like we that seems like so we got the boobs and yeah. we realized my god there's boobs on this channel yeah but did we sell it to my dad that way i think or were we just like dad cinemax good movies some like, great, yeah, yeah some we, great we, we must have obfuscated a little bit did we just go to dad and say dad we got to get this boobs <laughs> And if we did, can we include that on this podcast? Yeah, to be honest, I remember just sort of being upfront with him and saying, listen, you know, we saw a lot of naked women on this channel. We liked what we saw and we'd love to be able to see it, (laughs) you know, unscrambled. Oh, my God. We'd love to be able to see it with the clarity. I mean, what a good dad. I know. What a great dad. Thanks, dad. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Donnie loves Janina. There are ants all around my mom's house. Auditions for talent show are next week. (laughs) I'm doing that thing again where I say something... I really care about and yeah. then deflect immediately. Pretending that it's not a big deal. Yeah. But why did I know? Why do I know that? I mean, obviously we're spending time with Donnie because right. we're trying to put this mm-hmm. incredible talent show act together. Yeah. Do you think he's talking about it? Like, is this an open secret? Does everybody know how Donnie feels about Janina? That's a good question. Maybe the writing process, we all promised each other that we would open up. Yeah. We have to be as vulnerable in this writer's room as possible. It won't go anywhere. Yeah, but you you never know what's gonna what's gonna work on stage. <laughs> yeah. So we gotta like kind of bring it out. So we all kind of yeah bared our souls. <laughs> I mean, not me because I was just over here, you know, feeling bad that Donnie. But like you know, ooh, like I'm trying to make fun of or mm-hmm. just like I'm I'm playing off. 
Because really, what this entry is saying is, I love Janina. Yeah, yeah. But I'm too scared to write that down. Do you think you felt bad that somebody else loved Janina? I think, I think my assumption was likely that if anyone else liked a girl I liked, they stood it, a was, chance. it was game over for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like, the only way I would ever be able to get the attentions of a girl would be if I was literally the only person who liked her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I thought, you know, I think I thought pretty low of myself. Yeah. Yeah, because it shouldn't matter who mm. likes her. Right. If I like her, that's all that should matter. Yeah. But like, I think I really kind of saw it as a, well, I'm going to step down mm-hmm. because there's I've got no chance. Mm-hmm. So why bother? Yeah. Again, coward. <laughs> yeah. We rollerbladed in gym today? Oh, yeah. What's so? What's so? We were the first school in the state for the gym program <laughs> to offer a rollerblading unit. God. Yeah. Simpler times. Mm-hmm. My goodness. So it was like cutting edge. WCAX, who had earlier done a story on us. Mm-hmm. Reading the Secret Garden. Reading the Secret Garden. Once again was dispatched to our school <laughs> to cover the, the rollerblading story. <laughs> All these hot stories <laughs> yeah. coming out of Morrisville Elementary. I know. I got a hot tip. They were just like, rollerblading? In school? <laughs> I think so. Tune in tonight. May 26th. I love Bodie the Bird. <laughs> he is very funny. <laughs> I sweated a lot in TKD. <laughs> Donnie Hart Janina. He, 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 he. Wahoo. Sniff, sniff. Hmm. Just kidding. I like her, sort of. <laughs> oh, God. You poor kid. You poor, stupid kid. Was it, what was the sniff? The sniff, oh, sniff was sadness. Pretending was, to be yes, sad. And then... It was like, hee, 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 hee. Wahoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I like her, sort of. Like, bearing my. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm laughing, but really, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm not. Yeah. And also, I, I mean, you know, at least I end that entry with a, with a little bit of truth. I mm-hmm. like her sort, sort of. of. Again, mm-hmm. that's not the half of it, but. <laughs> Do you think that's not the half of it? Do you think you loved her? At I this loved point? her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved her. I mean, mm-hmm. Donnie loved her. And so did I. <laughs> yeah. But it made me sad because if Donnie loved her, then then I had no chance. Did you have a friendship with Janine at this point? Do you remember what your, no, the, the I extent? Fr- I don't think I had a friendship with any girl yeah. at this point. Okay. I loved them from afar because I was too nervous. Mm-hmm. I guess I was afraid of rejection. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's understandable. But you know who wasn't going to reject me? Bodie the bird. <laughs> Bodie the bird. <laughs> I love him. He's very funny. <laughs> I just wonder if like my um, starting the century off with I love. Oh, yeah. When maybe I was about to be very brave, but I, but I, you, I, you, I yeah. swerved to the last second yeah. and wrote down Bodie the bird. <laughs> You know, Donnie loves someone. I can love some someone too. <laughs> something, yeah. My bird. I sweated a lot in TKD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good, really. Uh, I feel like this, all this like Donnie Janina stuff, really kind of makes me yeah. very scattered. Mm-hmm. You know, or like I'm panicked as I'm writing this diary yeah. entry. It's weighing, it does weigh heavily on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like don't want to accidentally reveal something. This does bring back the feeling of liking or having a crush on someone at that age and then just being so crushed when you find out that somebody else likes them too. Yeah, but why? Um, 
I think just because you know, if you don't feel comfortable with girls, mm-hmm. yeah, and if you if, are, if, if your you self esteem like, is not yeah. that robust, yeah, then you're you, obvi- the, your assumption is just that, like, oh, she's obviously going to like this person over me. Yeah, you're right. Like you said earlier, the only way she would date me is if I was the only one who liked her. Yeah, basically, if I was her only chance to, yeah. to be with someone. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, you know, maybe our self esteem was kind of low, mm-hmm. but we all, we were like enormous dorks, <laughs> right? I mean, so, right. <laughs> so I don't, you know, it maybe wasn't entirely misplaced. I, I mean, know. I think Donnie was probably cooler than us, mm-hmm. or at least he was definitely more confident than us. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, that's, that's you know, he's he's got something that we don't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I look at pictures of me from that era, from that age, and it would be nice if I looked back and thought, you were cute, like you should have had more confidence. I hate to say it, but I look back and I'm like, you know, I think your confidence was in proportion to, to how you looked. <laughs> you were right. You were right to feel the way it you was, felt. I've said this to you privately, but this was the homeliest year of, of my life to this point. It was just that awkward. My teeth were too big for my head. My head was too big for my body. My hair was just this like floof that, you know, I didn't know how to, what to do with. Your ears stuck straight out. My ears stuck out. It was just a tough time. You know? You turned out great. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you said of your life so far, implying that. Well, I know. I mean, who knows? I don't want to, you know. Could sort of revert. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I imagine all those things, as an old, old man, all those things could come back in spades. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) May 27th. We didn't rollerblade in gym. Wow. (laughs) The Memorial Day concert is tomorrow. Okay. I am going to get a camcorder. (gasps) Yahoo! Whoopee! Yes! Twelve more days of school. (laughs) The countdown. So, listeners, I know you've been wondering, would he get a bike or would he get a camcorder? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know why I'm doing a drum roll. We already uh, revealed (laughs) it was was a camcorder. Did your parents say to you, you can get a gift for graduation? You're like, it's either going to be a bike or camcorder. And then it was your decision? Or did they... You made that decision, I assume. Yeah, I made that decision. I imagine... I think, if I was going to guess, they said, you'll get a gift for graduation. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I was like, well, do I want a bike or a camcorder? Mm -hmm. I don't think they were like, you can get a bike or a camcorder. Yeah, yeah. I think it was sort of my decision. Yeah. And I wanted that sweet camcorder. I mean, obviously, you getting the camcorder had a profound impact on the next few years of our lives. Do you think that decision put you on a certain track? I sure do. Yeah? Yeah. It certainly got got us all more familiar and comfortable with acting Mm -hmm. and just the idea of like the power of creation. Yeah. The the capacity when Mm -hmm. you had the right tools, it moved (laughs) calling it the next level is maybe a little, (laughs) a little too like complimentary, but but, you know, it allowed us to like express our creativity in a new, new more dimensional sort of way. Yeah. Which I'm sure gave us confidence. Yeah. I mean, if you look at that stuff now, it is terrible. Mm-hmm. But at the time, we were like, we couldn't believe breaking, what we were, what breaking we were making. Breaking ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a little boy who's just about to graduate the sixth grade, you know, to... And that is, I think if you look at me today as a person... Mm-hmm. Those are two sort of paths forward. Right. It's like, okay, on this side is the camcorder. It's creativity. There's a social aspect to it. It is entertainment. Yeah. And then on the other side, it's a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Like, this is action. This is activity outside. Mm-hmm. This is technical, sort of. It's caring about your 
your physical <laughs> right. activity, which I don't today. So, yeah. like, I chose – if you look at me today, like, if you gave me the choice today between a very nice bike and a camcorder, I would choose the camcorder yeah. because that's more important to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think 25 years ago, I was given the chance to sort of define yeah. who I was deciding I wanted to be going forward, mm-hmm. and I chose the camcorder. Because that was kind of the more interesting direction for me. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty of, I mean, Josie would have chosen the bike. Of course. Because some people get much more pleasure out of physical exertion and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want this thing that'll allow me to like explore this part of me yeah. that up until now I have only been able to explore in this sort of two dimensional static, yeah. you know, or, or this sort of ephemeral mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. Through, through play and pretend. Yeah. May 28th. I'm getting a camcorder tomorrow. <laughs> yes. 11 more days of school. No. Tomorrow is Saturday. Yes. Today is Friday. No. <laughs> okay. I'm at mom's. Yes. I am doing what DMTT are doing. What? DMT. I mean, it's Donnie Matt Tori and a, a, another T. An undefined T, yeah. Tip a canoe. <laughs> okay, as for the rest of that entry, uh, nothing new here. Camcorder yeah. talk again. How many more days left? School countdown. Yeah. What is today? What is tomorrow? <laughs> right. Where am I? Yeah. Uh, I am doing what DM, T, and T are doing. I don't know what we were doing. Oh, maybe it's... See, I, DMJ and T, but oh. that it's me. Yeah, or Jeff Kramer. I am doing what Donnie, Matt, Jeff, yeah. and Tori are doing. Maybe. What were you guys doing? I wish I knew. I haven't the foggiest. Donnie, Matt, Jeff? Maybe. If you guys know what you were doing that I was also doing, mm-hmm. please call the tip line, 1-802-851-9578. That's going to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. This is going to make me nuts. Yeah. This is the most infuriating thing in the diary to date. Well, that's it for the week. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh. That's one more week. <laughs> Sorry to end it on such a like unsatisfying mystery. Yeah. But, um, I mean, sometimes things just end like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's no resolution. Sometimes you get to the end of a thing and you're confused. Mm-hmm. But... It's over, and there's really nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted closure. I didn't get it. Jetta Diaries, Jetta Diaries. That's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.